This is Agree to Disagree with Mike Brzezuda and Bob Labriola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another uh, should-be award-winning edition of Agree to Disagree, the podcast, the show with the motto, I'm, I'm right, right, he's, he's wrong. wrong. We're coming at you after a game against winless Detroit, and uh, Detroit is still winless, but the Steelers did not improve upon their victory total. And if you didn't go out and tie one on after that, well, you just weren't paying attention. If you weren't so depressed that you had to fire up Bruce Springsteen singing The Ties That Bind, you just weren't paying attention. If you weren't fit to be tied, Lab, you get the idea by now. Yeah, I, uh, all I know is as soon as it was over, I went up to my bedroom and I gathered up all the ties that I had to wear every day through grade school and every day through high school. I put them in a nice little pile. You know, out in the backyard, squirted a little, little uh, lighter fluid on him, threw the match in there. You know, I used to give ties to my old man on Father's Day that Eight. weren't as ugly as <laughs> what we saw on Sunday at Heinz And Field. I've seen your taste in clothes, so I can only imagine. Not great, yeah. <laughs> but that was then, and this is now. So uh, let's get to it as the Steelers get ready to, have to get ready to head out to Los Angeles and take on the Chargers. Uh, first order of business. I don't care if he isn't cleared until Sunday afternoon. Ben Roethlisberger starts. Agree. I mean, I don't know what we could have possibly learned from that almost four hours of ugliness at Heinz Field uh, last weekend, but I can tell you what I learned. Ben Roethlisberger gives the Steelers the best chance to win. And so, uh, to me, this is different if th- than him being in the concussion protocol, as an example or being injured, you know, having a sore right shoulder, which we've gone through, bad knees, whatever that might be, I'm starting him because, again, uh, we talked about this during the pregame show uh, before that game. One of the things that I believe Ben Roethlisberger brings uh, to the Steelers is a calming influence, a poise uh, that Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins can't have to this point in their career because they haven't played enough and they aren't old enough, and I, I just – I'm starting Ben. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, agreed. Uh, confirmation uh, from me on both of those points made by you, and we did hit that hard on the pregame show because we usually talk about the right thing. <laughs> and we That was li- kind of the news when that happened, like the previous night. We lived in our fears and thought, you know, nobody that's not named Ben Roethlisberger – on the roster is going to have the poise, the experience, the understanding, the intuition, the, the ability to manage it and do the little things pre-snap or just after the snap and figure it out. And, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to make every Mason Rudolph start a referendum as to whether or not, oh, he might be the guy. Or, uh, no, he's not the I mean, you're going to make that decision one way or the other on more than one game against Detroit. But just his experience level and Roethlisberger's are light years apart and, and that's why you need Roethlisberger because you need every edge you can get if you're the Steelers right now to try to, you know, massage your way through these games. Yeah, and the one thing uh, we don't need a referendum on, in my opinion, is what we know for sure, Mason is not Ben. Whether he can be the guy or following Ben, we can talk about that. That can, you know, that can um, tell the te- – t- time will tell the test of that. But what I know right now, Mason is not Ben. Yeah, the problem is a lot of guys aren't. And when the time does right. come, and it might be sooner and it might be later, but 
They ain't just going down to the Roethlisberger <laughs> store and saying, yeah, I'd like another one of those. <laughs> right. The Roethlisberger tree, just pick another one of those off the one of the low-hanging branches there. Okay, statement number two. The biggest names on the injury report are Ben, TJ, and Minka. But if Mason Rudolph has to start at quarterback again, the Steelers need Chase Claypool. Uh, I'm going to disagree if I have to pick and choose. No, let me say first, I'd rather have every healthy right. body available yeah. because another thing we talked about on the pregame show was the all-hands-on-deck uh, nature of the game. But uh, I'll take one of the guards. Um, you know, I, I get that Claypool is potentially impactful. Uh, I haven't seen enough out of him this year for for my preference or my expectation. But uh, this just in, the Chargers are the 32nd-ranked rush defense in the National Football League. Labs, you know why they're number 32? Because there's no number 33. Because there ain't 33 <laughs> teams. If you think they threw it too much in the rain against Detroit, I'm here to tell you, you haven't seen anything yet. They should be running the ball coming off the bus in sunny Los Angeles and ram it down these guys' throats, particularly with their defensive line situation. Uh, COVID-19, as it turns out, is not uh, just uh, afflicting the Steelers. Uh, no Joey Bosa. Um, help the, the other, uh, the other defensive line, yeah, yeah, right. the guy from Notre Dame, it's yeah. escaping me. But he's a pretty good player. He's not only uh, a starter, he's part of their four-man pass rush on third down, but you yeah, run the ball on these guys. They have a pretty good safety. Derwin James. Derwin James and Asante Samuel Jr. is an outstanding rookie cornerback. So that separates the Chargers, among other things, from the Lions. Uh, let's shorten the game. Let's keep uh, Justin Herbert off the field. Let's run the ball. So if, you, if, you, if you're making me pick a guy to bring back from the injured, uh, I'll pick Trey Turner. Okay, uh, I'm going to disagree with you um, and agree with the statement, uh, but let me let me with this caveat: uh, I'm not advocating even 30 passes against the former San Diego Chargers. Uh, I agree with you. Run the <laughs> run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. However, what should they do after that? Run the ball. Uh, but there are going to be some times I do believe when uh, you know throwing it is going to be necessary. Uh, and I think that what Chase Claypool does, and let me say this again, I, I agree with your assessment of him. His second year has not been as impactful or as dynamic as his rookie season, uh, but I do believe that his reputation uh, would cause the Chargers to prepare for him and uh, you know commit to him, commit to neutralizing him at least uh, in Sunday's game. So you know that could even help the running game if maybe Derwin James has one eye on Chase Claypool instead of both eyes on Najee Harris. Um, and let me say this, too, about the guards. Uh, be, give me B.J. Finney uh, and the general uh, was not bad, Joe Haig. He was not. So, uh, yeah, I'd, give me Claypool, but I'm not, I'm not committing to utilizing him as much as – People might assume. You realize, of since course, I'm picking Chase Claypool. Most of the people listening to this probably are not old enough to know to the, get general. the general reference, <laughs> even though it is one of the favorite references in the media <laughs> core because we've all been doing this forever. And we're all uh, old, too. General <laughs> Alexander Haig is yeah, the reference there, right. kids. Google it. <laughs> yes. 
You too, Tom. <laughs> Tom's shaking his head. The general, what is he, buying tires? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, he it's, likes cereal? I no, mean, it's, not, it's not buying tires. It's auto insurance. And you get that from Shaq, the general. Isn't there a general tire also? See? That's the commercial. Get your uh, audio, auto insurance from the general. The general's a multifaceted guy. Maybe we do need him. Uh, last but not least, the idea that just plugging Mason Rudolph into the game plan that had been devised for Ben Roethlisberger, uh, that's what cost the Steelers a win against Detroit. Agree. Why else? Because if you devised a game plan for Mason Rudolph, in what alternate universe would you have to be living on where you would say, hey, let's have this guy throw the ball 50 times? That was the Ben game plan. It was. And, and I, I respect the amount of work that goes into that, you know, uh, and the practice time, you know, and all of that stuff. And it's not always just about one guy. Um, you know, when you when you devise something like that and then you want to decide to change it overnight, literally in this case, uh, to something different. However, I don't – I didn't believe then. I don't believe now. No one will ever convince me that it was a good idea – to think that you're just going to plug this guy in. I mean, again, going back to the first statement, as I said, we don't need a referendum on knowing this. But what about next Mason man up? is not Ben. What about the standard is the standard? That's a nice, again, that's a nice idea, <laughs> and most of the time, you know, that's what you want your players to believe. But as coaches, you have to know when it's, you know, when you're just um, – you know, paying a little lip service maybe to something as opposed to running around um, screaming as they did at the end of Animal House. You know, the world is ending. Remain calm all as well. <laughs> yeah, right. I get where you're coming from, but I'm going to disagree, A, because I'm in a disagreeable mood, <laughs> and B, uh, I was not in favor of the number of passes either, but you know what cost them the win against Detroit? Oh, I know. Deontay Johnson fumbling the ball <laughs> after it had been thrown to him and he had caught it and he was on the Detroit side of the 50 and there wasn't much time left in the fourth quarter and their offense had checked out early in the third and all you needed was a friggin' field goal. Well, I saw Boswell actually putting on his helmet yeah. uh, as Deontay Johnson crossed the 50 um, and I started thinking about how, you know, how was I going to write about Boswell bailing them out again and I kept thinking about that one year and I, I was preparing to look it up and I understand that doing research violates the rules but there was one year where Boswell either at the end of regulation or in overtime won four games for the Steelers and I, I started thinking okay let me see what year was that uh, is there comparisons here based on the Bears game? And Got to anticipate so you can deliver right in a timely um, fashion. You know when yeah. I did that? Uh, we'll get way off tangent here, but uh, the Super Bowl in Arizona against Dallas, they had a number of comebacks Super in Bowl the second 30. half of yeah. that season. And when they received the ball, that was a punt, right? Uh, yes. I, I was looking at my uh, laptop and trying to come up with my lead for another comeback, won the Super Bowl. And then I heard the crowd yell, and I looked up, and Larry Brown was running down the field with the ball. Well, since we're off the tangent, um, I was told this by someone who was in the Steelers' box at the time. Um, Bill Nunn was yelling, look at the Cowboys' defensive players. Their hands are all on their knees. They're bent over, sucking wind. Run the ball. 
There you go. There you go. Um, where were we? Oh, um, <laughs> did I give my opinion already or not? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you, you did. It was, it was wrong. The fumble. <laughs> I, I just, I just want to add to that that uh, they actually uh, allowed me access to all the uh, Matt Canada game plans so far because I wanted to do a little research and just see if it was off or not on Sunday. And in every game this year, not one of his game plans has catch the ball and then fumble it when we're about to kick a field goal and win the game. So I think any plan you execute for any person you can think of, when you make that kind of mistake, which is avoidable if you have a little presence and a little understanding of where you are and what's going on and and where you are in the game and and how critical a spot it is, if you just hold the ball there, you can remain calm. You You could have remained calm because all would have been well. Since you did this research, let me ask you this. Did you happen to notice how many of those game plans had Ray Ray McLeod targeted 12 times in the rain and the cold just just curious i can't tell you <laughs> okay that'll do it for another should be award-winning edition when are we going to start winning getting these awards i mean you're right about that as am i we should be winning a lot of awards I, you know i i there should th- be one of those award shows just for us we should just take turns walking up and down <laughs> to you to the you, stage. Did you put enough seats. postage on the on the envelope? And we could act surprised, like when they announced, and the winner again. Oh my God, we won again! Like when we knew all along. Yeah, right. Exactly. Agree to disagree. The show with the motto: I'm right, he's wrong. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball again. Run it some more. <laughs>